Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right, 11-13. Let's bring him in. Mr. Bradley, thank you for your patience. Had a couple of callers waiting, so I want to squeeze them in. How are you today? Good. How are you? I am great. I am great. We just had a chance to visit with the new head coach at Arkansas State, um, Coach Hodson, who was at Alabama prior to under Nate Oates, and, of course, before that at Buffalo with Coach Oates. So wishing him the best. Seemed like a real solid dude. He's got an interesting story and has waited for his opportunity, and he's found it in Jonesboro. Yeah, he's been around a lot of success, that's for sure, over the last few seasons. So, um I expect him to do a fine job. He's, um, you know, he kind of knows what it takes. So he seems like a good, uh, really good dude, too. No doubt. Well, Pat, we are focused on portal season now. And for us, it's mostly just Arkansas. You guys at the SEC Network have got a lot of teams to keep an eye on. And the movement nowadays is so insane. It's just I, I can't even imagine trying to keep up with it for the whole league. Um, any early moves that you've seen or guys that have committed? I saw Arkansas maybe missed out on a kid that was transferring in that ended up at Missouri maybe. Um, yeah, it's probably give it give it to the end of the week till you finally you know be able to process everything. I know the point guy from Kentucky looks like he's in the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's going to be so much movement that we anticipate um, in – the other part of it, too, is there's going to be a lot of stories that come out of, of who is, where they're going, who's talking to who. So it's one of those where I, I almost just step back and say, let me see where everybody ends up. I know there is a website where you can track who's in the portal and who isn't. So, hmm. um, And you kind of get a sense of which guys are going to be more active in the transfer portal. There's a lot in the SEC that definitely don't mind getting in the portal. Mm-hmm. Well, it's either going to be a really small font or it's going to be a, a very deep list or both. Mm-hmm. There are so many, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of dudes that have gone in there. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's, you know, it's that's it's not going to slow down, really. <clears throat> so, no. do you have any kind you of. Know, I mean, the coaches don't mind doing it. So, yeah. No, and certainly. As long as they don't mind. Coach, yeah, exactly. Coach Musselman's made a. Made a living at it for sure. Do you have any kind of feel for Arkansas's roster management, what it might look like when they're all said and done? Well, you got to figure that, you know, Kamani's the only one that's out of eligibility. So, you know, Jalen Graham was sort of inconsistent. So you say, well, you, you could see a guy like him moving along, especially when Trevin Brazil and they've got another big freshman coming in. And, you know, outside of that, it, it, you know, I think – the freshmen, I would say stick around unless Coach Muss, you know, absolutely doesn't see a future. So I think a lot of it's going to be, you know, who they identify in the transfer portal and who can they get. And it's going to come down to probably the last few days of did this guy commit? Do we like him better than somebody we have on our roster? And then um, – 
you know, because I think outside of maybe you know, Jalen Graham and and I don't know, maybe he does want to stay with his you know minutes being sort of inconsistent, but outside of him, you know, he had a lot of you know a lot of success. Ricky Council's probably. I wouldn't be surprised if he puts his name in in the NBA draft and goes through that whole process. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know Nick Smith Jr. and Anthony Black. You expect them to do that. You know maybe Jordan Walsh puts his name through. Maybe he gets really good feedback. So you know there's always that sort of situation that goes on too. But I just think with um, a full roster, it's probably gonna you know because it's not like he's losing eight guys or nine guys to where, you know, there's going to be information coming quick. I just think with the full roster that we have, it's going to be at the end of it to see who he prefers as a transfer and then go to one of the guys and say, I think this guy is going to get more minutes than you. Maybe you can find a place to get more minutes somewhere else. So that's why I think it's going to be a little bit longer process with the Hogs because – you know, if he likes his roster, he doesn't really have to bring in more than a couple guys. What's he got? Maybe two, three? Well, but the thing is, there's so many question marks, Pat. We don't know if the Mitchells are automatically back, if Devo's going to pursue professional opportunities, but obviously mm-hmm. he could he would come back and play again. I think he still has two years, right, with mm-hmm. COVID. Um, so he can pursue mm-hmm. professional opportunities. I don't know how much he can help his stock by coming back. Um, you're going to lose probably Graham, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't a great experiment except for maybe a game or two. Um, and then, you know, you get the three, four stars that didn't hardly play, and you figure maybe they can play a little more next year. But do they say, well, I can be a starter somewhere else, so I'll go somewhere else? I don't know. I, I just think there is potential for eight or nine guys to leave, possibly. Right, but it's not going to happen this week. No, it's like, yeah. you know, in, in, in some programs or even, I guess, in Musses, maybe time, you knew whether a guy was out of eligibility that you were going to have seven roster spots to fill, right? Now, today, there's, what, 13, 12, 13 guys on scholarship. You know you're going to lose maybe two, three for sure. So, you know, it's a different situation where you kind of got to go through that process with each player. And you anticipate one or two, you know, the two guys definitely go to the NBA. Maybe Ricky Council. Maybe Jordan Walsh, a big maybe, but he's probably back. So, you know, it's it's a little bit different situation where I think it's going to depend on who Moss identifies, who says yes as a transfer, and does he think he's better than who, whoever's on the roster. Mm-hmm. What do you think this team needs for next year? I mean, if I, I, all we know right now that they have coming in is a big man in Bayfall and then uh, Blocker, Layden Blocker, he's kind of a combo guard. Uh, he can play point, two. Uh, little three, you know, but what do you think this roster needs as of right now, assuming that, you know, Kamani's gone, Nick Smith and Anthony Black are gone? Well, I think what's going to be important is you want some experience in the backcourt, and that's why if Devo, you know, hopefully he comes back because, you know, Layden Blocker seems to be as good of a player as, you know, you've you've had come in, um, and you got – you just want experience there. Of course, Darian Ford and Pinion – um, have gone through their freshman year, haven't played a lot of minutes. But, you know, you want to make sure that you have experience at the guard position. And just because you know how, throughout the course of a season, how inconsistent things can be. 
you know, I mean, you you want to be able to find guys who can shoot. I think that's important well. But, you know, maybe just an outright scorer, you know, somebody who you can depend on. It seems like Muss has sort of had a few guys like that in the past. So he's going to have size. I mean, if he, you know, Brazil and the freshman coming in between the Mitchells, um, you know, it's a situation where I think – he can have size, but you know, I mean, you want you want as much of a complete team as you can have, right? Moving forward. However, you know, that being said, I think you look at your roster and you can kind of tweak things if you want to have success. And they've been to the Elite Eight without making threes, mm. um, without size. So it's kind of like, um, you know, you you. I think a, an outright score. You know, Ricky showed that this year. You had a few other guys in, in years past who could be creative in terms of one-on-one scoring. I think. Look at the Final Four now. You've got. You know, Miami's got a couple guys like that. FAU. Um, so I think you you know it helps having guys like that. As a matter of fact, that like the top six or seven scores in the NCAA tournament, I think, are all just players hmm. from the final four that's interesting yeah and then you look at san diego state they're kind of their defense right yeah and then all you need is one or two guys that you know like the kid um Tremel, he goes out has 21 against bama so you know you need to have that though like you can't just win six games in march with with you know guys getting 10 10 10 I mean, it's just – it's not typically going to happen. You're going to have to have that um, one guy or two guys sort of given – you know, you see the kid Miller from Miami. He had a big game the last game. Nigel Pack had the big game the game before. So, um, you know, each team still has a play like that. Who knows? That kid, the scorer, Matt Bradley of San Diego State, you're kind of waiting for him to go off at some point too. Yeah, well, it would be a good time to do it. They are a uh, two-point favorite against Florida Atlantic, and I want to ask you about that in a second. Let me get Jonathan in here quick, Pat, as a comment or question about Arkansas basketball, and then we'll get to the Final Four. What's up, Jonathan? Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. A couple things I'd like to say also. I mean, I agree with Pat that, yeah, in the past we have made it, uh, you know, to the Final Eight. We obviously have, but that's just it, making it to the Final Eight. And I'm not saying that anybody needs to be disillusioned or disappointed about that. That's a huge feat. But every time, in order to make it to the Final Four, I think, and and, and even win it all, and I would ask Pat, I mean, I think you've just got to have some big men down low. And I know we got the big freshmen coming in, and we talked about the Mitchell Twins, but in my humble opinion, the Mitchell Twins, twins play very light. You know, they need to bulk up a little bit. Every time we come up against a team who has big men, truly big men down low, I mean, they really don't, and, you know, in my opinion, I don't think that they do a very good job. So, you know, if we can get somebody who really handle down low and, uh, and a shooter or so, you know, with what we got coming back, then I think we'll be all right. Won't it? Your fat's opinion on that. Thank you. Thanks, Jonathan. I mean, it'd be, it'd be great. You know, the unfortunate thing is, you know, if you want to try to upgrade at certain positions, you know, it's not – it's you, you have to out-recruit about, what, 40 other schools? You know, if there's a big man that you're impressed with in the portal, well, it's 
I don't know, 20 schools are going after him. So, you know, it's it's almost like you've got to yeah, you got to protect what you have until you can upgrade. And so it's and it's not a, it's not a given. You may uh, um you know, you may not find that match in the portal for you. So, it's a that's what makes it such a you know, touch and go situation. Pat, the final four is set. And we've got three uh, teams that certainly were not expected to be there and one that some people had. Apparently, Wes had UConn in his Final Four. Kudos, Wes. Christian did as well, Um, as much as it pains me to credit them. San Diego State is a slight favorite against FAU. UConn, five and a half over Miami. What are your expectations for the semifinals? Well, um, I had UConn playing Alabama in a rematch. And I think UConn... Is yeah, they could beat you in a variety of ways, and as good as a, as good as Miami has played, and they have that really good combination of guards, you know, who can create shots for themselves. Um, Connecticut's just they can they can clog the lane on you. They can obviously rebound. We know they've got a couple of guys, not just one, who can make threes. Um, They've they've got really just check every box. I mean that's the reason why they have won every game by twenty plus points. Um, but I got UConn and I mean unless somebody shows like San Diego State just finds a way, and Florida Atlantic is is extremely impressive. I thought you know the big guy played really well, Golden, and that I. I to me, that was designed. Like, let's see if that's the guy that can beat us. Um, and he was able to. <laughs> I mean, Kansas State said, "You know, we're gonna we're gonna try to make this guy beat us." And and the kid Vlad Golden played well. He's probably had his best game that I've you know in the tournament definitely. But I you know throughout all year, who knows? You know, it seems like they're a more three point guard oriented or perimeter oriented team. So that might have been his biggest game of the entire season. So it's that's going to be one of the better games. That's going to be definitely a one-possession game. So pick them. So I'll give the edge San Diego State. You didn't hear me? San Diego State, I give the edge. One-possession game. One point. How about a half a point? It'd be tough. Can you win by a half a point? So UConn-San Diego State in the final, you want to pick a winner? Oh, UConn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play the, – I mean, you have to pick them. If no other reason than how, like, the eye test in the last four games. Right. And probably beyond that, right? I mean, any, any, uh, of course we know any one of these teams can win sure. two games. Right. We know that, right? right. But, yeah. I mean, if you got to pick, you got to pick. I'm, you got to pick. Sit on the, you can't sit on the fence and that'll that, 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 that hurt you. You can. You can split on the fence. You can split in your, split in your butt or yeah, a barbed split, wire. Split Sounds split terrible. Your pants. Yeah, split I don't your want, pants. You want to sit on a fence. Terrible idea. All right, Patrick, thank you. Appreciate River City flooring, obviously. All right, boys. And we will talk to you later. All right, boys. See you. Good to talk to you. All right, adios, amigo.